Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. If someone were to truly objectively evaluate turmeric, okay, I don't think there's one condition, one health problem that you couldn't find some benefit from taking this right here. It's amazing. I've been growing turmeric for the last nine months and I finally harvested it and my wife and I are eating it. Uh, we're just chewing it. It's like an aromatic carrot. It's not very strong, but boy, does this have some serious potent properties. But first, let me talk about how to increase the bioavailability of turmeric. Now, anytime you take turmeric in a supplement, um, I highly recommend you don't take it in the curcumin extract only. You want the whole plant because curcumin is only one of many, many, and I'm talking about thousands of different phytonutrients in turmeric. So if you get something that says curcumin extract, also make sure it comes with the turmeric powder, or you could just, like I said before, chew the whole thing. Number two, black pepper or white pepper will help you increase the absorption by roughly 2000%. The white pepper actually increases the absorption a little bit better, but they're both pretty similar. Now, what you could do if you're going to take a supplement or just consume this, you can just take a black peppercorn or a white peppercorn and just swallow it. That will help. And thirdly, add some fat at the same time you're consuming it. The question is why? Because a lot of these phytonutrients, including curcumin, are fat-soluble. So in order to better absorb them, you need some fat. You can do ghee, you can do butter, MCT oil, coconut oil, olive oil, any of the fats, just a little bit. Now, the other thing to know is that these phytonutrients are a bit heat sensitive. So if you're going to put them in your foods, chances are they're not going to be as potent. The other point is if you get a supplement with turmeric or the curcumin extract, make sure you get the one that's freeze-dried because freeze-dried allows for these enzymes to be activated. So they're in a state that's dormant, but they're not overly processed or heated. So let's just do a deep dive into what this stuff actually can do for your body. Out of all the plants, I would imagine that turmeric is right at the very top as far as the number of studies that were done on this. I'm talking about double-blind and placebo-controlled studies on all sorts of things. The two big areas of research for turmeric are number one, inflammation, and number two, cancer. And the amazing thing about turmeric is that it has virtually no side effects. There's been no deaths, no serious side effects, maybe some slight digestive problems if you have too much, but even at high doses, there's no major serious side effects like there are with medications. And they've compared a lot of different medications to turmeric and turmeric keeps up with these medication effects. Okay, so let's start with uh, antioxidant potential. It increases glutathione. It increases other antioxidant networks in your body by actually increasing your ability to activate these antioxidants. There are certain genes that turn on or turn off your antioxidants. And turmeric has the ability to turn them on to help fight off free radical damage that's involved with uh, oxidation and inflammation. Turmeric also has potent effects for your brain and nervous system. It's been tested to show significant improvements, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, 
other neurodegenerative disorders. It's also been shown to decrease the formation of placking in the brain. It has very potent cardiovascular effects in helping lowering blood pressure, decreasing lipids, helps slowing down the formation of placking in arterial sclerosis and clogged arteries. It also protects that inner lining of your arteries, the endothelial layer that is usually most vulnerable to inflammation. Now, from a microbe standpoint, turmeric is a powerful antimicrobial, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-candida, antifungal, antiparasitic, anti-H. pylori. So it's great to take if someone had an infection. It shows great benefits to dermatitis and many other skin problems, psoriasis. It's great for the liver too, to protect the liver against fat formation, fibrosis, which someone develops after they have inflammation in the liver. Because turmeric has very potent anti-inflammatory properties, it's going to slow down fibrosis. Certain things in turmeric also increase bile salts, and that gives you a whole cascade of improving digestion, increasing the fat-soluble vitamins. Turmeric helps support the gut mucosal lining, and that's really important to prevent autoimmune diseases, allergies, and immune deficiencies. Curcumin in turmeric directly targets the DNA to help protect the DNA against free radical damage, to help in the improvement and repair of DNA. It also helps the cells that are damaged commit suicide, and that's a good thing. It's called apoptosis, which is controlled cell death if there's a problem in the cell, which that right there can help lessen the risk for cancer. Curcumin also protects the cell if someone is taking chemo or radiation therapy as well as increasing the effectiveness of that treatment. Turmeric also helps the endocrine system in many different ways. One big way is to make insulin more sensitive. So if someone has insulin resistance as a pre-diabetic or a diabetic, it helps insulin become more sensitive. There's been quite a few studies, and I'm talking about like clinical trials uh, that are double-blinded, placebo-controlled studies showing uh, protection against a pre-diabetic going into a diabetic. Also at the same time, diabetics taking this uh, greatly reduce the complications from diabetes. So even though they have diabetes, they have a lot less side effects. Also turmeric shows great therapeutic benefits in uh, being an adaptogen, which is something to help you increase your tolerance against stress. This has also been used to help depression, anxiety. So it can help both mood disorders as well as cognitive disorders. But like I said before, Cancer and inflammation are the two primary things that turmeric is known for. There's a lot of research in many different types of cancers, not only directly targeting the cancer, but inhibiting a lot of the mechanisms that are involved with cancer, including inhibiting angiogenesis, which is feeding blood flow to the cancer, countering some of the mechanisms that cancer and tumor cells use to suppress your own immune system. So it actually helps your cells prevent the cancer cell from surviving. And also in one study, they found uh, curcumin inside a colon cancer cell, which means that somehow it ended up there, which is a good thing because now that can create some really cool effects. There's many different pathways involved with inflammation. And so curcumin seems to inhibit most of those pathways, which gives a very broad spectrum approach for inflammation. I'll include one study that shows all the different medications that work for inflammation and then how curcumin mimics a lot of these medications. 
And so curcumin is not actually a root, it's a rhizosome, which is kind of like a, the stem of a plant that lives underneath the soil to help protect it. And like I said before, it's, it's not bad, but if you're not growing it, just go to the grocery store, go ahead and buy some organic and just eat two or three of these per day to prevent a lot of problems. Hmm. Delicious.